Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 174 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. We got Damon back from vacation. Yeah, but happy Mother's Day to everyone. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on uh, carpool patrol today, so I won't be staying the whole show. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> you're, you've, been, you've just been busy lately, that's all. I mean, you know, you got a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's Mother's Day. I can't make my wife drive carpool. I just think that's, yeah, that's not it. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Go ahead, Trevor. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I would never ask you to, uh, to pick us over Mother's Day either, Damon. That would, yeah. <laughs> that would be I all mean, kinds of pain. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want a carpool. I mean, I'll be honest with you, but. Uh, right. But you do it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you can refer to me as ramen for the rest of the show. <laughs> did you not see the okay so we had a review where somebody had a typo and then called him ramen oh, oh yeah 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 <laughs> right it made me laugh yeah, really the, hard the, the autocorrect ramen yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah okay i i want to call him ramen from now on yeah if you haven't seen that go check out our itunes reviews is is excellent and thank you to the person that gave that review it was a very Absolutely. nice review yes it was, it was very a nice great review, review. yeah yeah, yeah. We don't want to say we don't want to like make fun of that person at all because there's obviously like oh no 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 again a a typo but it was humorous I believe to all of us so I I, I found it funny so please don't go back and change it it makes it better if leave it the way it is I I agree I don't want you to change it yeah no please don't (laughs) so yeah okay well Ramen uh, it's good to have you back (laughs) so I I know you want to talk about your Hilton head trip right I do I have some I have some notes you took you took actual notes. I always take notes. Do you oh, for the trips? Okay. Yeah. Do you not? I do. Yeah, I try to. Yeah, because mm. I forget stuff almost immediately after I do them. So yeah, I'm I'm bad at taking notes. I'll admit, but I'm not I have a good memory. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't have a good memory, so I have to take the notes, or else. I mean, I don't take like you know. I, I just put in my you know phone. I put things that I need to remember. Yeah, just make That's a little okay. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it. So we had. A trip planned for Hilton Head. I think we planned it, gosh, a while ago. It was kind of for my wife's birthday. And, you know, the planning of it kind of turned into a disaster. And and the problem is, is that when you kind of just throw stuff out there and then don't think about it again, you you don't realize, like, what is going on in your life that long in the future. So, anyway, first what ended up happening was, is unbeknownst to us, my parents – were going away and then we had nobody for the dog, but then my mom ended up staying home. So that worked out okay. And then the other thing, which was hysterical was, so we asked the kids if they wanted to invite people because we were staying in a two bedroom at Hilton Head. And again, it's, it's large. It's, it's large. It's a nice setup. So we told the kids they could all bring somebody. Actually, only my middle one was able to bring somebody. So when he showed up, you know, we saw him a couple of days before and then his parents came to pick him up because they're, they're like a few months away from getting their license because they're 16, but they probably could have their license now. But again, him and my son just haven't completed their hours yet. So anyway, the mom, you know, shows up and she's like, Hey, you know, you, you guys are coming back on Sunday. She's like, you're not coming back just so, you know, he can take the AP exam. And I was like, 
wait, wait a second. So I go back to my middles. I'm like, hey, do you have an AP exam on Monday too? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, thank goodness we didn't plan because we really had wanted Monday and we could have gotten it. But then I told you like we kind of waited a week and then did, again, things, you know, changed so frequently that we did not get uh, the Sunday night into Monday. And thank goodness we didn't because he had an AP exam. It was like, again, it was just one of those trips. So after we planned it, what ended up happening was we were only staying for Friday night and Saturday night, really. Wait, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Yeah, so we were, my, I think we were staying Friday night, Saturday night, and that was it. Like, we were leaving, going to leave late on Sunday, though. So we knew that we would have kind of like three days. And, and anyway, my, my oldest ended up having a soccer game that he couldn't miss. My daughter ended up in tennis championship, so she couldn't miss either. So my wife just ended up going the first night by herself, which was fine. I mean, it was a little bit of a, hey, get away for your birthday sort of thing. So she enjoyed that. She was in a two-bedroom by herself for the first night. I was going to say, and, she enjoyed some uh, time to herself, right? A uh, pre-Mother's well, Day time to herself and birthday. Yeah. Time herself, yeah. And the thing is, we don't really do a lot of seafood. Like I said, no one in the family besides her really likes it. So she was all excited because, again, she could eat seafood. Here's the thing with, with me and seafood and actually the rest of the kids. Like, just somebody else getting seafood can, like, totally ruin our meal. Like, go eat outside. We're going to eat inside sort of thing. Like, seafood, the smell of it just, like, ruins my current meal no matter what I'm eating. I just don't I, I kinda, care. I kind of I kind of get that, Damon. I, I don't – I hate the smell too. And my wife is, is very into seafood. It's, my, it's similar with my wife because, like, if I leave for – if I'm gone for a night or two, she immediately yeah. goes and gets steaks. Like she'll go in because I usually don't. I don't usually don't eat steak, so she'll go okay. and she'll always. I'll be like, "Are you eating steak tonight?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm eating steak tonight." <laughs> so like, steaks, yeah. steaks, not so bad because all the kids eat it. I'm the only one yeah, that yeah. doesn't eat steak, so they have it often enough. It's usually seafood, and then the other thing is yeah. Indian food. I don't really do curry. I just don't care for curry, so they'll do Indian food when I'm not around as well. That makes sense. so it. We ended up taking two cars. I said, my wife drove the first day, checked in, you know, no problems. It was, you know, good view as always and no issue. So we ended up getting there. We were supposed to leave pretty early in the morning. And then my son was like, I have to go to practice in the morning. So, okay, fine. So we ended up getting there around three o'clock. So this is a super duper short trip, but Hilton Head is not that bad. And we hit no traffic on 95 going down on Saturday, which was Almost Which is always helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like almost unreal. Like I didn't believe it. Yeah. Right. Like cause my wife hit traffic on Friday, which, you know, I assume she would because she left in, she took a half a day at work. So she left in the middle of the day, but we hit no traffic on Saturday. We ended up hitting a little bit of traffic on the way home. Um, but yeah, we were straight shot, no traffic, no nothing. And again, not driving with my wife, the stop went a little bit quicker and easier. We, but wait, no, we didn't even stop. We stopped on the way back. We didn't actually even stop on the way down. I ended up going to Publix and just grabbing sandwiches the night before and just telling everybody, hey, hit the bathroom before we go, five and a half hours away. Keep your drinking to a minimum, eat whatever you want. So we actually straight shot to Hilton Head. And we got there. <laughs> My wife just came out and used you know the room card to let us through the gate. So Hilton Head does have a gate there that you need a card to get into to get to the resort, which is obviously understandable and it's the same thing at um most of their other locations so i will tell you there was a few things that i i enjoy more about hilton head than um vero beach and the first one is is that probably two of the top five conversations i've had with cast members have been at hilton head 
and Carol, who works the other side, the pool side. She's the manager over the pool side where, you know, the bars and the snack places that you have beach access to. She was super nice last time. She's a New Jersey person, right? So she gets it. Uh, she, you know, talked to us last time we were there and, you know, we had a great conversation with her, but I'll tell you, there was a, a lifeguard that was a little newish, right? Probably about six months or so. She said, I had a very pleasant conversation. I think the difference between the two resorts is, is a, a um, Vero, you'll get this very nice, you know, um, greeting from everybody always, right? Everyone's very nice there, but at Hilton Head, like I've had just conversations, even at the store, I can tell you the conversation level is just a little bit different versus what you see at the other parks. Not that they're not nice, because that's not what I'm getting at. They are, but there's that little extra, like, full conversation rather than meaningless weather conversation or meaningless, you know, whatever conversation, right? There, there's a little bit more conversation there, which I really did enjoy. They had watermelon dolls. Uh, sorry. Sorry. I was going to say, I think anybody that stated Hilton Head will. We'll tell you that, right? Like the, they have the best cast members there. I don't know what it is. Like you said, though, it's almost just more laid back where they'll just have a conversation yeah. with you and they're just very nice and overly accommodating. You know, it's just absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think it's more of that conversation because, you know, there's nothing wrong at the other location. Everyone was super nice. It just wasn't that same sort of like, hey, let me tell you a little bit about myself, right? There's that level of, you know, Almost intimacy, yeah, that you're going to yeah. get out of those cast members. It's a little bit uh, different than I than the other places I've been. So Dole Whip wise, there was watermelon and lime. We had hit lime up at Vero, so that was not something we did. The watermelon was okay, right? Um, pineapple okay. was, st- yeah, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just okay. I mean, I would say that pineapple is still topsies, right, in terms of lime, watermelon, pineapple, but it was okay. I, watermelon um, sounds good. Watermelon feels like it lends itself well to like a Dole Whip flavor. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, probably too sweet. Yeah. Was it too sweet? Because sometimes watermelon stuff can be too sweet, I feel like. Um, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but it was okay. My son is, though, hooked on whatever strawberry, uh, what are those things called? Like fruit smoothies. But instead of doing strawberry banana, he does a straight strawberry because uh, Vero, that's all they had was strawberry. So. He really likes those, so he bypassed Dole Whips for that, and he was quite right. happy with that. Nice. Yeah. So I'll tell you that, you know, remember, there's just so much to talk about. I mean, I've been to Hilton Head so much, I think that it kind of gets lost because there's just things that, you know, I already know and assume. But a few things to, to note, and, and this is one of the biggest things for me. So, you know, there's bocce there, which I think is great. They also have cornhole. They have a pool table that's over on the beach side, right? Remember, there are two sides to the resort here. Uh, we drove over because not a big deal. But here's the thing. At Vero Beach, like, you're you're at this resort and it's great. But, like, I have to go check out pool cues. If I want to play cornhole, I have to drop my room key, right? Things like that. At Hilton Head, that's not the case. Like, you walk by cornhole, no one's playing. You know, the, the sacks are, are right there. And they're actually a little bit nicer than the other ones, but they're, they're right there, right? Like you don't have to go ask for them. You don't have to go get them. Same thing with pool. Cues are up there. You know, balls are on the table. If no one's playing, you just go play. It's almost like, and, and basketballs. Okay. So they had five basketballs and one of those basketball holders at the court. Like it, it's, it's just that little thing is such a game changer 
in terms of just walking around the resort and like, hey, I'm going to stop and play cornhole. Like, I don't have to. And cornhole, uh, Vero is it's a it's kind of far from where you're checking out the stuff. Like, I don't know, man. Like to me, like we were when I was talking to this uh, lifeguard, it's like, what's the worst that can happen? Someone steals the cornhole bags, which they probably do. Like, what's that going to cost you per week? Like, what's the cornhole allowance, right? That you really need to worry about, and is that really hitting a bottom line? But it feels so different. It feels friendly. It feels like you're home. It just makes this huge difference, and I think that's the the total different feel of the resorts right there in a nutshell. It really is. It's a different home feeling versus the other one. So that was, that was my big thing. And yes, they don't have a mini golf, but, but the thing is, is that the mini golf at Disney Vero is, is nice. Um, you know, and something to do right free for DVC members, but the mini golf that's at Hilton head is different level, right? Like it's way nicer and yes, it costs money, but it's pretty close. And there's three, three or four places. I mean, we only really hit three. Um, I think there's one over by that pizza place though, as well. If I remember, um, that's the fourth one, which I don't think I've ever played at, but we played pirate, you know, we played legendary one and two. So played pirate this time and you know, it's good mini golf, which I, I did not lose, but I did not win. My wife has been on like this mini golf streak lately. Like, I can't even, I can't even touch her. Like, and the thing is, I, you know, she keeps score. So I will tell you as, and I'm not, I'm not begrudging her score keeping, but what I will tell you is that because I don't know the score, like I had a bad hole. It was like a six. I kind of like throw in the towel a little bit. And then when I'm like, it's towards the end, I'm like, Hey, so what's the score? And she's like, Oh, you're down by two. And I'm like, gosh, if I had known I was down by two, like five holes ago, like maybe I would have put like a little bit up. more yeah. effort in. Yeah. I feel but, like that uh, always happens with mini golf though. The score like kind of sneaks up on you. Like you don't realize. Oh yeah. 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 I was in oh, last yeah. place for a while. Um, our, you know, my son's friend ended up taking last place. So no, none of us had to like, you know, none of the people there had to lose on our family, which was good. Right. Like he took the loss for, you know, him, which was, was great. Um, but yeah, my wife has been total trooper mini golf. I, I cannot seem to beat her. Uh, she just, she doesn't, get flustered on a hole. So that's the thing where I may end up, you know, popping off a two on a, you know, par four. Uh, maybe I'll get flustered and go for a six on a, you know, par three. One never knows. But the thing that flusters me the most in mini golf is when I have a short putt and it goes around the rim of the cup. Then I'm just mm. like, I want to throw my club across the course when that happens. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that was fun. We did um, our regular food. So let's see. We did that bakery because one, it's right there, right, and it is the the best French bakery. bakery I've ever been to. So, again, we did that again and had some really good things. But I want to. Th- I'm trying to think. Like, where else did we eat? What did we only had one place night down the street, d- down the way there, or have you been there? The one, which the, one, the Mexican place down at the end of the that I, that place. No, no, we actually we uh, so we did Anios this time around. So I missed going to Anio's last time because we did Nectar. So I kind of wanted to go back to Anio's because I hadn't been there in a while. And Low Country is good, um, but it just there's, the takeout there is tough because of just the, the setup. So yeah, we did Anio's. It was good. It was good. I mean, I like Anio's. We did Rita's because how can you not do Rita's? Like <laughs> that's the thing. Like that's probably my favorite thing of the trip because again, they took that one out. In between, you, do you have one by you, Tom? Because they took they there was one in between. I actually us. don't. I don't. No, yeah. 
Yeah. So there used to be one in between us, but COVID did it in. So that kind of stinks. Like it was about an hour away, but like I would still go because why not? Like we would do birthday. Like I would go for a birthday or something, but now that one's gone. So, you know, Hilton Head Rita's is, is it, man. That's, that's it for us. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So How was the we room, ended up by going, the way. Are you going to talk about the room? I want to know about the room. I mean, I don't even know if there is to talk about the room. Like, I this is the third or fourth time we had a two bedroom at Hilton Head. I mean, they're always great. You know, I mean, I don't yeah. think there's anything bad to say about it. Um, I mean, they're roomy enough. They're getting. A, I think they're getting a refurb in the next year or two here. Oh, are they? Yeah, I mean, it, I I think they're fine. Like, I never have any problems with them. I you know, our view was nice. We had a marsh view, right? So I haven't, again, knock on wood, had a bad view at Hilton Head. I'm, there are ones that probably don't have great views. And we were really close to the pool. Okay. So on yeah. the boys' side, their window went out across the pool. But, you know, listen, we got there that first night. They slept in the whole car right there. They were out to 2 a.m. I had just told them this time around, like, dude, at least when you're out there, like, till 2 a.m., at least be quiet. So what ended up happening was, is I guess they must have been um, hammock airplaning. I don't know what else you would call it, right, where they have a lot of hammocks at, at Hilton Head. So someone goes on the hammock and you try to see if you can get them to stay in the hammock as you flip it over. Oh, like, so yeah, you yeah, go okay, yeah. <laughs> like, a whole, a whole rotation around, right, which is... I guess funny. So I, what happened the next day is, you know, I guess people were watching them because it must have been like, I would have to imagine it's like one thirty. They said they weren't very loud, but I, I don't know what I could say about that. And no one complained. So we didn't get in trouble. So I kind of, I guess that was a win. <laughs> so the next day we go to get breakfast because we got pastries and stuff, but the boys were kind of like, yeah, I want egg sandwiches. So the place that's there is good too. That's the other thing. Like the little snacky place that's by the store for breakfast is good. And you have yeah, the marsh view. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and they're super nice again. So the boys went there and they said that while they were in line, um, somebody said something to them. They thought they were going to get in trouble. The lady's like, Hey, were you guys out last night on the hammocks? <laughs> and they're like, uh, yeah. And they, they thought they were going to get in trouble. She's like, yeah, we really thought like beer or alcohol was involved, but then I see how old you guys are. And she goes, we were laughing so hard. We had a great night just watching you guys. And we're like, okay, so I guess that wasn't the worst. Um, <laughs> no one complained. But I, again, I, I keep telling them just not to be absolutely crazy. But, you know, so we went to the beach for the day and we did a few things, you know, Hilton Head Beach, again, you can go bike riding. We did not this time. I mean, been going there for 18 years, 17 years, you know, whatever the case may be. Wait, it's got to be longer than, hold on. Sun's 18, 19, close to 20 years at this point every year, right? So we got our picture that we always get because, again, I have a picture of the kids facing the ocean in Hilton Head with their backs. I've gotten that picture for about 15 years straight. Um, So we did it even during COVID. We drove down for the day took the picture and drove back, which was terrible. 12 hours in the car for one picture, but I refused to not have the picture. So this was our time to get the picture uh, because we didn't know if we'd go back down. Like I said, my wife's family just finished building a house, but you know, will we make it back down this summer? I'm not sure. So we took our picture, which is always what our goal is. And then you're on the beach, right? There was the coolest Australian shepherd on the beach, Sydney, uh, very dog friendly area not just the beach but the whole area is is dog friendly like restaurants and things like that so we kind of talked to this lady for a while on the beach the dog was absolutely stunning stunning dog and a lot of people will bring their dogs there so 
that was fun. And then the boys made a sumo wrestling ring on the beach and were um, wrestling. I don't know. I got involved in it a little bit and I didn't get hurt. So I consider that a win as well. And then we almost got sharked. So, you know, it's so, (laughs) yeah, it's so interesting because when we were in Vera, right, we had looked up so many things. Like I was kind of like, Oh, shark capital, right? Like watch out, don't get sharked when we're there. And everyone was like, all like crazed about it. Right. I had them all up in a frenzy about (laughs) sharks and we didn't go too far out anyway, because the water was freezing, but you know, at Hilton head, the water's never really cold. And it also is a different beach where like, down in Southern Florida, right? It's a little more shelly, which is fine, but it also usually has, what do they call them? Um, not a lip, it's a shelf, right? Like, so there's usually like this huge drop after you get a few feet into the water and Hilton Head is not like that. Hilton Head is like a straight out, right? Like, so you can go pretty far out without really going that far down. And I think, and the water's also way warmer. So it makes it a little different, but I was still kind of on this like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not really feeling it. Like, we always used to do um, bookie boarding and stuff at Hilton Head. And we're just like, my oldest is kind of like, nah, I'm not trying to get sharked. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going to sit on the beach. And then, so we're just like kind of the other two boys and my daughter were just throwing around a tennis ball, like on the edge of the water. So I went in a little bit further with my wife. So I would say, I mean, waste, maybe. I say waste maybe, right? Waste okay. maybe. Yeah. So my wife is on the inside closest to this shark. I'm on like, you know, right next to her, but on the outer side of it. And it was crazy. So I look over and I would say this, it was a black, uh, black tip shark. And it was maybe eight to 10 feet away, maybe. Right. And I look over and I'm confused for the first second because I see two fins, right? One smaller, one bigger. And I'm just, I'm confused for that brief moment, right? So I can't really think about like what's going on. I kind of just like, I couldn't process it that quickly. And then I saw it again. And then it dawned on me that like, oh, that's actually a shark, right? Like now my wife's not looking. And of course this is what happened. So I say to her, yeah, we need to, you know, walk out. So we walk out and I was like, yeah, shark. She's like, I did not see anything. And now I'm like, this is going to be terrible because if I'm the only one that saw it, no one's ever going to believe me because I was like totally busting their chops when we were down South Florida. Um, And there's like no way that's not what it was, right? We've seen dolphins there bazillions of times. And there's no way that you get a triangle fin with a, you know, a black tip and then two feet behind that, an angular fin, right, with a black tip that's smaller. No, that's a freaking shark. So I come back in and my daughter goes, did you see that? And I was like, oh, my goodness, thank goodness you saw it. Like, yes. I was like, you know, that was a shark. She's like, yeah. She was like, I was happy that we were not in the water. And I was like, of course. So, you know, again, I'm trying to say something to my wife. And she's like, no, there's no way. And I'm like, I'm telling you, talk to my daughter. and. She's like, no, that was a shark, but my wife is still not on board. So now she just makes fun of both of us because she's like, there's no way. So I'm like, what else was it? I was like, let me show you a picture of what these fins look like. And I'm like, is that what it looked like? Yes. That, that 
it was a shark. So again, was it a huge shark? No, it wasn't great whiting us, right? But I don't think that I want to be eight to 10 feet away from any shark ever. Now, there was a lady that went back out like right after us. I had to go. My daughter was like, you need to go out there and tell her. And I was like, I don't want to go back out there. She's kind of far. And I was <laughs> like, she was like, you better go out there and tell her. She's like, how are you going to feel if she gets sharked? And I was like, you're right. You're right. So I had to kind of like sneak out there, right? And uh, tell this lady. And then she was fine. She came and she goes, oh, you know, thanks for telling me and, and things like that. But yeah, it was, it was close. It was close. And um, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about like boogie boarding down there anymore i'll be honest with you 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 just reminded me and i think i told the story on the show before but when i was in hilton head uh the last time i stayed there for a long time i we went for a walk and we were like standing on like a right by one of the marshes you know like right on the edge oh i saw a gator yeah so well we saw a gator far away right so like it was far away and so i just was standing right by the water and the gator all of a sudden from far away i mean like it was it was far all of a sudden Mm -hmm. dips under the water and i was like oh the gator's gone and then about Two minutes later, it pops up right in front of me, and I was like, "Oh, I'm out!" <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, it just, it, I don't know what well, you know. It just gators under are, the water and showed up. So, are pretty normal. So, my gator story yeah. was is as we were at my wife's family's house, they're in a part of where it's dredged out behind them, right? Yeah. So you can put boats on and things like that. So I was out there and for, stupidly was there's crabs out there too, right? Was trying to go crabbing with chicken legs and wasn't really paying attention and was. Within, I don't know, a foot. My hand was a foot away from the eyeball of the gator. Oh, God. And I was like, the boys were younger. So I just, I said to them, I was like, boys, turn around and get in the house now. And they did. And then I slowly backed away that they were already running towards the house at that point. Um, But yeah, I was a few inches away from gator eyeball. Oh, smelling like, you know, raw chicken as well. So yeah, that was a really scary. But Gators in Hilton Head are are the norm, right? I mean, they are the norm. There there are a lot of places down there. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, so we we did that kind of came in. I did not go back in the water again past my ankles, and we came in and did the pool for a little bit and ate um at the snack bar before we ended up going home. So not a long trip, but definitely, like I said, based on the fact that I need that picture every year, a uh, necessity of a trip. Yeah. And gosh, and you know, it's funny. Normally I'm like Mr. Like backup data guy, right? Like, cause I feel like you never want to lose data. So usually I would have taken that picture with my camera and a phone. So like I have an older NEX five that I use just to take like this picture. Cause I'm on the beach, want something better than my actual, uh, you know, phone camera. But normally I would have taken that picture and then taken it with my phone camera, right? Backed it up to the cloud and been like, cool. I come home. And I was like, I take the SD card out, I put it in, and I'm like, where are these pictures? Right? I couldn't find them. It took me forever. It, oh, no. I guess what had happened is I'd switched between so many cameras with the same SD card, right? And different models and stuff. It had created so many folders that it took me a while because when I put it in the camera, I was like, oh, it's still there. Okay, no problem. And then I got really nervous. I said, I'm just backing up the whole card and then I'll look for it. Right. But I did and I found them and, and it was fine. So that's kind of like our Hilton head. Um, trip uh, may make it back down there if you know my wife's family's down there because they're moving down there permanently so if they're back in by the end of the summer maybe but we'll see um like i said that we were kind of talking about before i have a trip to dollywood planned over fourth of july and i knew there was dollywood people i don't know they all went to the woodwork 
um, when I asked about who's going to be there, but I will be in Dollywood over 4th of July. If anyone uh, wants to meet up there, that's the, the, the I guess, meetup. Eastern Carolina meetup. <laughs> you, you, you have the Western and Canadian uh, meetup, <laughs> but right. Eastern Carolina meetup is in Dollywood this year. Were there a couple people? I mean, were, I, I didn't see who responded to that post. No, no one responded to that one. Everyone had responded to an earlier post. But, you know, I can't search the group because of the way I'm in the group for whatever reason. So I can't uh-huh. search at all, which is super duper annoying. It's really so I can't find that old Dollywood post. But I know someone – I wish somebody would look up that old Dollywood post for me and then tag everyone in it and tell them I'm going 4th of July. That's really what I need. And I'm trying to think about what – we may hit Universal this year. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, as a trip down to some recruiting stuff in Southern Florida for my middle. So we may do that. But I think, like I said, Dollywood will be a big trip. But we're not actually, I don't think we're going to Dollywood proper, the park. I'm not sure about that yet. There's just so much to do down there. I, I saw that there's, a, again, it must be two years old, but I had never seen this before. There's a Paula Dean Lumberjack Park. What exactly Dude, do you they had, do there? <laughs> they had me sold on log rolling. That's just all I'll say. It has log rolling. And I'm like, oh, I'm in. Log rolling? Yeah, I'm 100% <laughs> in on log rolling. So you're doing the log rolling yourself or you're watching others do this? Oh, you're doing it. Okay. Because I, I, I was wondering if it was like a lumberjack show or something. There is a lumberjack show there as well and then an adventure park. So I'm just looking Dollywood, this up on the internet right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Dollywood area is actually pretty jam-packed with stuff, right? You have these mountain coasters. You have some of the best Smoky Mountain zip lining. You have Dollywood. You have this Paula Dean. There's also this other place. I forget the name of it, right? It's got a big Ferris wheel and stuff to do there. Gosh, I, I just, the, the name eludes me because I've never been there. You have the best go-karting in the U.S., without a doubt, is right there. Uh, mini golf, great ice cream places, great food. Like, you can do a lot of stuff without going to Dollywood. And just the shopping is pretty cool as well. So, so but yeah, log rolling, things. I'm in. Yeah. Are you going to try, which one of your kids are you going to try to own on this one? Like, are you going to, I mean, or do you think they're going to destroy? Uh, I don't kids? think, like, I just, I, I mean, I have bad ankles. So, like, I, I don't think I'm owning anyone on log rolling, but <laughs> we'll see. I'm still going to do it, though. I still think that's a pretty cool experience. So, no, for sure. And, in, I, and on log rolling. I do have to say, I looked up their website and I think they have one of the best slogans I've ever seen channel your inner flannel. It's great. <laughs> it's really excellent. <laughs> they also have a zipline roller coaster too, which is kind yes, of I saw that. That yeah, might be something sorry. we do as well. Yeah, okay, it how, feels a little how, bit how, like um. How good is your balance, universe. Damon? Yeah, my balance is really good, though. Like okay. my kids all have really good balance. They inherited that, I think. So I think we're good balance wise, but it will be fun. It will be fun. So I think we may do something like that, but we'll see. It looks like there's like a ropes course here. This roller coaster actually looks kind of cool. It does, right? Yeah. Well, it's the first of its kind zipline mixture of a roller coaster and a zipline. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, it, it looks interesting for the pictures I've seen. They, you know, like I said, they have a ropes course and they have. All right. Well, there's some cool I, stuff I, here. Yeah. So we'll see if we can make that instead of Dollywood. I don't think Dollywood has anything new that I'm really like super interested in. Um, I don't actually think that. I don't think they have anything really new. So I think that might be a, a better take. And, and again, staying down there, we're staying at a place I've never stayed before because I just, we're going to go down with maybe six or definitely five. And I'm like, with five, it's, 
again, some, some of these places you got a two room it. And I'm like, I just, I can't do a two room. So we're in this place called, I think like Riverstone something. I don't know. Um, some sort of condo-y sort of thing, condo-y resort. Right. So we'll see how that goes. And I think it will be good because, you know, the Christmas time in is my fave, but just to get two rooms, just, it's a lot. it just seemed too expensive. And, and the whole thing about Dollywood is, is that it's cheap there, right? It's a nicer, cheap trip. So, you know, you kind of, once you do two, it's like, eh, you know, two rooms, you're, you're back to like normal money. And like, what's the point yeah. of that? Yeah. So makes sense. The Slumberjack Park is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought that was cool. This reminds me, it, it, you know, up in, uh, over in uh, Myrtle Beach, there's a, uh, you know, there's a uh, medieval times that's, a, b- but with pirates that okay. Dolly Parton owns. <laughs> and I've uh, always okay. wanted so to do it, man. I've always, wanted I, I to refuse to go to Myrtle. I, I mean, I mean, listen. I'm not a huge Myrtle fan either, but I, yeah, like, I still I, madly want been, to go to this pirate show, man. <laughs> I mean, that sounds cool, but yeah, I had no interest in in Myrtle Beach at all. And what's what's interesting is you would think being down here in soccer, like we would be there. Never had a tournament there. Like that's kind of surprising. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my daughter's going to play. I think she's going to play lacrosse, like and tennis, just because she needed something outside of tennis season. Um, so maybe at that point, but I don't know. We'll see. Come on, man. Medieval times with pirates. I mean, you can't go. I mean, that does sound amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds expensive, though, especially in Myrtle Beach. It just sounds expensive, yeah. too. It's Trevor, is medieval times something you're aware of? Is that, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Is that a Canadian thing, too? Okay. I wasn't sure. Um, there, I believe there's one in Toronto, which is, again, really far away from yeah. me, but um, I'm aware of it because I, I have been down to the States. I've actually, uh, or I did something like that in Vegas one year because I had something mm-hmm. like that at the Excalibur. I had a friend that actually worked at Medieval Times playing trumpet. So, oh, nice. We used where to go was that one like in Jersey field trip. Like that was a school field. Yeah, trip. where 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 yeah. was it again wow. in Jersey? I don't remember. I feel it was like by it was, me. I feel like closer. Yeah, to I the feel city. like it was by Newark or something like that. But I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where. It was closer yeah. to the city. Yeah, it definitely was closer to the city. Um, but I don't even know if it's still there. Um, but yeah, it, <laughs> I just it, like it was, the idea. It was of definitely it in one of those places. Don't venture too far away. I That's a hundred percent true. Linhurst. Yeah. It's in Linhurst, New Jersey. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh man, I, I miss that place. But like I said, I've badly, the funny thing is I used to cover that area for work. And I, so I went there, I went to Myrtle on business, uh, for, you know, a business trip one time. And I was like, I really want to go to this pirate thing, but I also am going to expense dinner. And then I'm going to have to explain to my boss why I went to <laughs> medieval times with this pirate show for dinner. <laughs> Why well, you didn't just hit up a McDonald's versus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like you should be like, what, why, what are you doing? Uh, you know, at, uh, at medieval, well, I forget what it's called. I, I keep calling it medieval times of pirates, but, uh, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's a oh, pirate voyage dinner and show. There you go. So I, I just knew that was going to show up in my corporate credit card. And I was going to be like, and my boss is going to be like, what in the world are you doing going to that for dinner on a business trip? <laughs> but I still regret not doing it. I, I want to do it one of these days. But, but anyway. you, you could always say the client wanted it. Well, no, it was just me by myself at that point. I wasn't even taking anyone oh, out to dinner. I was doing, uh, <laughs> I had a meeting outside of dinner. Yeah. No, that right. would be weird though too to take a yeah. Oh, where are we going to our business dinner tonight? A pirates voyage. <laughs> <laughs> the client asked for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I'm um, looking it up now. I, I would take the trip to Myrtle for that, Tom. Just for I, that, I right? How to. great does that look? <laughs> I think maybe we should make that a thing. We'll we'll go oh, we'll man. go together. 
I'm yeah. in. I'm in for that, man. It's it looks there's like a video on the website of them just like oh yeah, I'm watching it now. And yeah, it looks awesome. Oh, and they have the one 15- of Pigeon Forge. They have one of Pigeon oh, Forge, Steven. I don't think I'll have time for that. Yeah, but they I just they have two locations, Myrtle Beach and Pigeon oh, okay. Forge. Look at that. <laughs> hmm. There you go. Now you could go this. <laughs> How much is it? That's the only thing I always probably feel like these things expensive. are probably so expensive, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm putting in for the 3rd of July, just out of curiosity. Is everyone an adult, you feel like? Or am I going to get away with two kids? Let's see. Probably everyone's an adult. Oh, no. Oh, it, it seems like children go up to 19. Uh, that's really? actually they They might have me with that because you're telling me I can put a child at, at 18 years old? Like, that's definitely a W <laughs> for me. All right. So if I check availability for July 3rd. Okay. Boom, boom. It doesn't even tell me the price yet. That makes me scared. That makes uh, what scared seating, me tell you up front, right? <laughs> what seating section would I even care to be in? Does it matter? It's weird because you got to buy like ticket. It's like Ticketmaster. You got to buy like, you know, like. Yeah, I'm going to go best available seating. Oh, in adult is section. 66 ahead or 67, 67 ahead. Triple oh, A though. Hold on. Yeah, $350. I just don't think so. That's a little rough. That's a little rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to, but that's, yeah, that's a little, that's a little brutal. At least it's all inclusive, though. It includes the food and everything. So, but, you know. And the food is probably how good? Yeah, you know. Exactly. <laughs> it's probably all right. So, anything. Anyway, that was quite a tangent. But, um, uh, anything <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we, we ended up in a weird place there for a minute. <laughs> We're talking about pirates. Uh, yeah. Anything right. else, Damon, about your Hilton Head? No, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, well, we only have two listener questions this week. I know you got to run, Damon, but I, I know you wanted to answer the one question from Dan. I, I think I can get them both in as long as you guys don't go crazy on the first one. I don't think yeah. so. All right. All right. So let's see. So if you were on a, on the Star Cruiser and another passenger showed up in costume, not from Star Wars, but something else, what would be your reaction? So he says, you know, maybe this is from Dan H. Maybe they're Captain America or Captain Picard or something else. So look, Picard, I, I'd be okay with. Really? Like, right? So total alternate reality. I may guess alternate reality Captain America, but I don't know, man. Like, I, I'll go, if you stick with the space theme, like, I'm all right with that. So, I mean, like, like what I'm if okay you show up, like, Star-Lord from, well, you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, but I'm sure you're no, aware of Star-Lord. Yeah. No, but that, that's mm-hmm. space theme still. No? He's a no, it's Marvel themed. It's got, it's got a higher outline level of Marvel. <laughs> okay. Marvel still happens in space sometimes, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the same. The Marvel world is not <laughs> just space, though, I feel like. Like, if you say but, Star Wars or Star Trek, like, it's really about space. Yeah. Okay. Marvel doesn't have to be. Guardians so, of the I mean, Galaxy takes place all in space, pretty much. That's so. just one part of Marvel. Yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, what about Captain know. Crunch? <laughs> Captain, no, Captain Crunch. Crunch. I, I think that Star Trek is probably the one that I give would give the biggest pass to. But it has to be good. Like you just can't be bald and t- say you're Captain Picard. Like that doesn't work, right? Like, we gotta have the whole shirt. Yeah. yeah, you gotta have the Starfleet uniform on at least, and and know like, hey, I'm from the Paramount Plus Picard, so I don't have to. No, no, that doesn't work either. David, are you a big Star Trek fan? I don't feel like we've talked about this before. Are you really into Star? Trek? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not like a huge fan of it. I've watched it, but like, I'm, I'm so. I mean, when I was in college and there was no DVRs, I mean, we would make it a point to be around Sunday night to watch Next Generation. So I'm a Next Generation guy for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I grew up on Next Generation, and well. we yeah we wouldn't miss that. So like again, no DVR Sunday nights. You know, that's probably why I did so poorly on Monday schoolwork. Yeah, 
<laughs> not that it was anything bigger than an hour, but like there's a, you know, there's a, there's a pregame to Star Trek and a postgame, you know, postgame discussion. So I get that. Yeah. No, I mean, I never really got into it, but I mean, I, I've heard that Picard show is kind of weird and crazy, but so I don't have Paramount plus yet, which is ridiculous because I'm, t- <laughs> you know, my, my parents live with me. So I'm trying to get them like, you know, we kind of split things up. So they have yeah. like, I have YouTube TV and they have like the rest of the streaming services, right? Like, okay. so they have yeah. Philo, Netflix, and we currently have Apple TV because they want to watch what, what was that soccer show? Um, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Which was just okay. Uh, so they want to watch that. So I said, okay, when you're done with that, switch over to Paramount plus. Right. And they just haven't gotten around to it yet. And I just haven't, like, I feel like I should just do it on my own, but I didn't. Right. So I'm just waiting for them, but there's a fair amount that I want to watch on Paramount plus. Cause the, the new star Trek was a new worlds or something like, yeah, I want to watch that. See, I, I have Paramount Plus for the, the Nickelodeon catalog because my daughter really likes uh, mm, yeah. Paw Patrol, you know, and, and, and my wife likes to show her some of like the old shows too. Like, you know, she got her into like Rugrats and like, you know, that kind okay. of stuff. So, you know, um, so yeah, I mean, they, they have a pretty good catalog up for Paramount Plus. Unfortunately, their tech is garbage. Like the app for my, t- my smart TV is the worst app I've ever used. It doesn't even work. It doesn't even okay. function. Just, but, you know, it, it's there. So we have to cast it. We we have to cast all the time from our phones. Otherwise, it doesn't. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's really annoying, especially when you have a smart TV and you have an app. It just the app just literally doesn't work. <laughs> so, but they have good content. They do have some stuff there. So, I mean, I, I I subscribe to them only though because my daughter is obsessed with Paw Patrol. So, all right. So so back to Picard here, um, or <laughs> Captain America. What are yeah. your thoughts? I mean, yeah, or you know. I wouldn't care, I guess would be the thing, I, you know, cause, uh, unless unless that person was following me around for the duration of my time on the Star Cruiser. You know, if, if I just happened to run into somebody and they were in a different costume, be like, OK, cool, you know, whatever, you know, they're, they're doing their thing. Um, but I, I would probably forget very quickly about it. <laughs> yeah, see, if they like- were Hulk, you would forget. What if they were Hulk? <laughs> they were Hulk. <laughs> Again, who's unless to, they're who's coming in Hulk cosplay to, to, to the Star Cruiser. <laughs> unless they're following you around, the like, <laughs> yeah. and what if they were like Hulk Smash and they're just following you around the whole time? Well, th- then I would be calling a cast member and saying this guy's being weird. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't so like why weird would you waste not a all- problem? Yeah. I'd be like, why would you waste all this money and then go and, and ruin it? That by would be Hulk funny, Hulk. though. I would totally crash Star Cruiser as Hulk. Like, now that that just seems funny. Uh, there's the meme. Uh, no. <laughs> but no, I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with this. I don't care what anybody wears. I, I'm not going to be bothered by other people while I'm taking my vacation, especially if I spent that much money on it. Uh, I would just be like, everyone else is, is doesn't exist to me on this vacation. I'm, I'm doing my own thing. But the whole point of that vacation is for immersion. Yeah, but immersion with the cast members, not necessarily the other guests, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. control what the other guests are going to do, you know? Wish I could. And force <laughs> everyone just to wear Star Wars stuff like we originally discussed. That would be right. best. We could talk about yeah. yeah. All right. So this next one, Dan H. again. I mean, why we're answering this, I don't even know. Who do you consider to be the biggest music act alive right now for the younger crowd? My kids have narrowed it down to Post Malone and Ariana Grande. I'm, I don't think it's either one of them. I, see, I'm the guy that sees the commercial for the upcoming, upcoming uh, MTV uh, Music Awards, and I'm like, 
I don't know who any of these people are, except for like Taylor Swift. Like, you know what I mean? Like but, the rest of like, I have no idea. Who's bigger than Drake? I who? don't think they're bigger than Drake, man. I'm sorry. Drake. I think right now it's Drake and everyone can like, again, my kids will be like, I don't listen to Drake. Uh, okay. You do though. Stop lying. Everyone listens to Drake. Drake. <laughs> everyone listens to Drake. So who's bigger than Drake? Not these two. I see. I don't think I could name a Drake song. If I, you asked me to. <laughs> Again, though, we're, this, we're, we're talking about the kids for the younger crowd, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the the funny thing is, like, I, I have a 13-year-old, but I can't even keep track of what music he listens to at this point because it changes so fast. Yeah. And, yeah, I, like, the same problem as you, Tom. I couldn't even name, like, I, I hear some of the songs that he plays on Spotify and I'm like, okay, you know, I, I heard that, you know, on, on a TikTok or something like that, but I don't even know if he knows who half of the artists are. So yeah. Who's the biggest artist. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's very fluid right now. I, I would agree. I mean, if you just go off of numbers, it's, it's, it's tough to argue though with Drake. The numbers are there. I'm a numbers Again, guy. I, I don't even know anything off the top of my head that Drake has done. I mean, I'm not (laughs) saying that that's necessarily who my kids would listen to, but I just think overall, I just, I just Googled the the top 10 global singles from 2021 and we got the weekend. I don't know, Justin Bieber and somebody else, BTS. What about BTS? BTS is huge. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Can. Like, and, and what you're looking at is a skew across single, all yes. generations, right? Like, well, yeah, because it's just the yeah. It's, we're not talking about the younger, yeah, younger crowd here, right? We're just talking about yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, he wanted an answer. My answer is Drake. Sorry, That's I fair can't. I can't buy. I can't buy on to Post Malone or Ariana Grande. I mean, look, I could go on Spotify right now and see between the three of them who has the most monthly listeners. Right. I mean, there's definitely ways to look at this, but let's see. I don't really know the Ariana weekend either. Grande. I know he, I, I know the weekend, I know of the weekend, but I don't know anything else. Like, I don't know any songs. And I think now, the problem with this too is, is like, it depends on, so it's 45. It depends on if they have a new album out or not yet. Cause I think this is monthly listeners, right? Yeah. So, so Drake and Ariana Grande are, are tied at 53 million monthly listeners. Okay. I mean, so that's. I mean, he's he's pretty dead on with his uh, with his assessment. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know if they're the, the Post Malone part, but if they're the biggest, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Not in my not in my playlist. My playlist is a little bit different than that. My my playlist is is old, so and and weird, so I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you don't want to know mine. <laughs> Yeah, mine mine is definitely not the same as uh, as what the kids are listening to. That's for sure. So. Yep. All right. Well, I think the uh, we got one other thing, and then we could do our ad. Unless should we do the ad now? You want to do the ad now? Uh, sure. Let's. We have to say bye to Damon. Damon, you're going to leave us, or is there anything else you want to say before you go, or what? No, I was just looking up Jack Harlow before I, I left. He's at fifty one. And this is, is that? Just I've never even heard of that person. Who is that? You don't know who Jack Harlow is? No. No. <laughs> no. Who's that? Yikes. <laughs> We're at very different phases in our lives. 
Hank. <laughs> I guess. I mean, the majority of the music I listened to happened between the 80s and the, and the early 2000s. Like, that's where my I mean, music goes. <laughs> yeah, I listen to current music as well. So I think that's probably where the differentiation is. But you also have older boys and... Yeah. You, I don't even know what my 18-year-old listens to. I mean, he listens to... Like J. Cole, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go on, on record here that? and be like J. Cole. Ah, oh, this is this is terrible. No, I, I I get the feeling like I'll I'll probably be where you are in a couple of years, Damon. Well, it depends what kind of music they like though. Like yeah. my kids all listen to hip hop, so right? Like that's what I listen to. So that's like where our skew is. But if your kids are more like AJR, right, like then your skew is definitely not gonna be the same for sure. True. But but I'm I'm thinking like I it's also like when they get more into the teenage years is when kids kind of, or at least I found when I was growing up, you know, that was, those were the years where I really latched on to certain artists well, and types of music and stuff like that. So, and I, I think a lot yeah. of it too is, is that since my middle one is his own artist, right. And like produces and does music, it makes it, I'm a little bit more on top of that. Yeah, that's true that too. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm looking down this list. Is there anything I even want to talk about? New photo ops for I'm, I'm going to go in to see if there's anything I can lend my. I mean, there's a lot of Epcot stuff we're going on. to talk about. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm a little disappointed about the Epcot stuff. Um, you're disappointed in, in what, what what they're doing, or that you're no not like here to I'm talk all about. about this Moana thing. Like I, I kind of like I'm kind of about that. Like I'm I'm excited for Journey of Water. I think I'm excited more for Journey of Water than I am for the stupid Guardians of the Galaxy ride. <laughs> um, but, but I will tell you, I'm totally amped for this water thing. Dude, like, I, I'm all about, like, fountains and watery stuff. Like Interactive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I'm definitely on board with that. I, I feel you there. I, I, you know, I can, you know, I, I always love the fountains by the Imagination Pavilion. Yeah, and, I love fountains. Yeah. Uh, Magic Band Plus, I, dude, it's literally a Magic Band with a light on it. Like, that does not yeah. do anything for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm. definitely not. Hey, Disney, though, sounds like, hey, Disney using the Alexa technology. Yeah, like, I'm cool. a, I'm about that. But I feel like, am I going to use it in the parks? Like, I feel like it's kind of loud. I feel like I'd be better off just typing there. No, this is in the rooms. This is going to be in the hotel rooms. Oh, okay. So it's going to be like an Alexa in the hotel room. Yeah, but Damon, like it's going to have, and we talked about this months ago, like it's going to, you're going to, if like you need more towels to your room, you'll be able to like, just be like, hey, Disney, get me more towels. And like, they'll send more towels up. Like, so it's like. Yeah, replaces calling down to the front desk. Oh, I'm definitely down for that then. So that's a, that's a big W. So yeah, that, that's, that's my opinion. You guys can now talk about it for the next two hours. Cool. We'll enjoy carpool, man. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy your carpooling. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's do our ad and then we'll we'll get into the 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 star wars thing and then uh and then all this and all this epcot stuff that we got all right uh dvc resale market a world of dvc company is the leader in the dvc resale industry with 13 former disney vacation club guides and three former disney vacation club quality assurance managers if you're thinking of buying dvc browse the largest selection of dvc resale listings anywhere with dvc experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions if you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2020, DVC Resale Market helped over 3,600 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to DVCResaleMarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 382-7767. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. 
really need to get 2021 numbers from uh, DVC. Yeah, I think we need to ask Derek for some some updated yeah. numbers. We need some yeah. updated numbers there. So, um, yeah. yeah. So the first thing we got on here, news wise, is that uh, there was some new photo ops that have been released uh, for May the Fourth. I, th- I don't think it was just for May the Fourth, right? I think it's going forward. Is it? I I hope they're not just May the Fourth. That would be silly if they did photo ops and then yeah. you never saw them again. Oh no! It says okay. So these experiences will continue to be available after the celebration ends. So yes, so these are still right. available. Um. So these are like you know alongside you know these kind of uh like I don't know what would you call them? They're magic shots, right? So they're yeah they're, yeah. So you know they've got one here where you have like a hologram in your hand, right? Um. Who is that? Wait. Look. Looks like Boba Fett in the yeah, and then there's this one. Go ahead, sorry. So uh, apparently, with the hollow pocket, um, it can be different characters, is what I was reading. So it, um, or no, oh maybe sorry, I sorry, maybe I misread that. Um, yeah, maybe it is only Boba Fett, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't. But still, I mean, the the potential there is, you know, they can they can swap that out with pretty much any character right because yeah. it's a hollow puck yeah exactly. and then and then uh i i like the um i, I like the the training sphere or training the, sphere, yeah. the the lightsaber training sphere but uh <laughs> I, I don't know i i feel like you know they're, they're telling you to like stare off into space and yeah why is she not looking at it <laughs> well because she doesn't know where it is right like that's the yeah. problem is that you don't have a marker to to track like properly track an eyeline so but they it, usually tell you where to yeah. look though you know like they usually go yeah. like look over here and you know it's usually pretty you know it usually makes sense <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> uh, also the, the hard thing too is it you know it's it's a static pose yeah. where you know you, you need to almost get someone like like catch someone mid-swing and then put it in yeah, yeah. but uh yeah it's, well, then, I, I can see why they don't want you doing that. <laughs> the one that's getting me though is the one with Boba Fett's ship, like shooting, uh, like shooting blasters, and she's like smiling and looking at the sky. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry if that's happening. I'm going to be concerned. I don't know if I'm going to be happy right. looking at the sky. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, that one's weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, there's yeah, there's a couple of good ones here, and yeah, it's you know that basically what they're doing is. Uh, um, different different shots around um, Galaxy's Edge now will have. Uh, I, I feel like they're using a lot of the um, the aerial space. Like like they yeah. they realize you know hey you can put you know you take a photo but then you can put in like the the Tie Fighters or Next Wing or whatever. Yeah yeah and uh, yeah it's uh, um, you, you know it's it's that extra layer that that Disney likes putting on. I will say this one picture here though where with the um, the I don't know what that lens is called, but it makes it look like you're on like a tiny planet. <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually what it's called, isn't it? Is it like tiny world it, or tiny planet or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I do like this one, and, and this one looks like it's right outside of uh, Star Tours, which yeah, um, yeah. you get the um, yeah. It's <laughs> it, it it's a very it's hard cool, to describe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a very cool take on it, and I I can see this one happening a lot more in different areas, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I I think it's a very cool idea and if they do it right, um yeah, that could make for some really neat uh shots going they've forward. They've had a couple of those. This isn't the first one they've done of the tiny world ones. I feel like they had one at Epcot. 
There's been a couple of them. I don't recall maybe, seeing. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I missed those. I, I don't recall seeing a lot of those, but. Yeah. Tiny World Magic Show. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm going to. I swear that they had more um, in the past. I'm just trying to remember where they were because I, mean, I think we talked about them, but I, I don't really remember. Um, oh, yeah. There was one at the Tree of Life that they did last year. And then there was one at Epcot. Yeah, right in front of uh, Spaceship Earth. Yeah, so they did, they did a couple of these. We might not have talked about them on the show, though. So, okay. Yeah. But then, um, you know, I, I like these two videos at the end here. Uh, like, they did the, the super zoom shot, which I like. And then the uh, the one with Baby Yoda on your back is... is I like that one. That one's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the super zoom shot's been there for a while now. Uh, yeah, it has. In fact, I have a picture uh, of the, like with the super zoom one. Yeah. Yeah. But me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Cause, cause it's cool. Cause you, like you said, it, it zooms out and you can see like the whole center of the land. And then there's, you know, uh, you know, TIE fighters flying by or something fly, flying by. Um, I, you actually can't really see it, but, um, yeah, it's, I like the Grogu on your shoulder though. That's, that's, that's yeah. always fun too. So I, those are X-wings flying by. Are they? They went by so fast I couldn't see them. I'm so <laughs> I I'm doing frame by frame. Oh, you're doing frame the, by frame. Okay, yeah, those aren't uh, those aren't Tie Fighters. The shape. All right, is not listen. It went by. They, it was a blur. <laughs> right. I don't They're know. X-wings. You know what? Now that yeah, so you're right. Which now would, that I'm going. Yeah. Which would make sense because Batu is a very much a rebel thing. Yeah, for, but they they still have stormtroopers floating around, and you know. <laughs> anyway why would you want a tie fighter in your shot i i mean i don't i don't i'm not, a, I, I don't I'm, not I'm not a fan of the uh the first order or the empire or anything like that no, but my son likes that stuff and him and i like we we don't see eye to eye on that yeah that's that's a major <laughs> a major point of contention uh <laughs> yeah it's like yeah tie fighters are cool and i'm like why why do you think they're cool <laughs> Because that weird sound that they make, even though you can't hear things in space. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah, no, these look cool, though. I, I, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that they keep adding stuff to the to the magic shots. I'm always a big fan of a magic shot. I think anytime we've ever we've we ever do a a photo pass picture, we always ask to do a magic shot. Oh, totally. Yeah, we we take advantage of them as well. Like if you have a photo pass, you know, absolutely. It's uh, it's something. It's something that I actively seek out because, you know, one, if, you, if you're paying for a photo pass, you want to get your yeah. money's worth. But two, um, you know, Disney tends to do a really good job with them. So, well, and the, the photographers don't always offer them up, right? Like, so they do sometimes, but some just don't want to be bothered with it. So, like, you, you basically have to ask to do it or else they won't do it, right? Like, I've noticed yeah. that anyway. Yeah. Well, I, I, but I think it's, you know, you have to keep in mind a lot of times, you know, the, the photographers are just getting, you know, they're, they're just doing as many photos as they can. And, you know, they're, they're not always thinking about it. Right. So yeah, if you, if you want to get a particular shot, you, you absolutely should make sure you ask for it. All right. So I don't have anything else about the, uh, the star Wars pictures, but definitely want to talk about this, all the stuff we learned about the Epcot transformation. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah. There's a lot here, actually. Like, well, um, yeah, there is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> good. Yeah. So, so the first thing, um, so the, there's been some concept art released of the uh, what Epcot is going to look like after the uh, all the renovations are done around Spaceship Earth. Um, a couple just of the amazing. Big, yeah, <laughs> it, I mean, it looks really good. Um, uh, so, just high level, a couple of things that 
I would like to point out is looking at the, the concept art, the, so, you know, the, the right-hand side of the picture is like where, um, connections cafe and, um, like all that kind of stuff. That's still a fairly large building. It looks like, but then on, on the, on the left-hand side of, of the picture, they've taken all of that out. So like there, there's nothing, it, it doesn't look like there's any building or anything between spaceship earth and the living seas, which well, I know the Moana. Yeah. Um, you haven't been, you haven't been since they tore everything down. Have you like, cause everything's no, torn I, down over there. It's just a big dirt lot basically in the middle there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With, the, the last time I was there, they were just, they were in the process of removing the buildings. So, yeah, yeah. and we didn't know what, um, what that was going to look like. So, so yeah, the, there's that, which, you know, that, that kind of opens up that whole area in front of Epcot. Like it's going to yeah. be very, um, very open and, you know, a lot of, a lot more space. I, I think the thing is, is you didn't realize how much space interventions was actually taking up. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's a lot um, of space. <laughs> yeah, and, and the other thing too, is um, there's a lot of trees, like a lot, a lot of trees. Cause right now there's not any, any trees there. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So th- those are the first two things that stick out to me. Um, the other thing that makes me excited is that looking at one of the, the, um, the nighttime. So, so they, they talk about, you know, you know, it's going to, this is going to function as a place for like a lot of the festivals yeah. that are going on. Um, but then, um, there's going to be some changes or, or, they highlighted, you know, nighttime is going to change the whole feel of the area. Um, they have the the Epcot logo in the fountain in the very center there. I'm noticing that um, the in the bottom picture, it looks like it's lit up. It is lit up. Yeah, they yeah. They, so and and the other links I put in here, uh, um, uh, Zach Ridley uh, actually talks about this. The Imagineer he talks about how the 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 light will be uh, the the walkways will be lit up again. So wait, where is it here? Oh, we know our guests love the fiber optics embedded in the pavement at Epcot. We're excited to share that we're bringing back new illuminated paving designs in the world celebration. These features will pay homage to Epcot's past while incorporating updated technology and controllability to deliver some fun new lighting capabilities. As you can see in the image, the central planter in the heart of in the is in the heart of the world celebration, and the rings of the Epcot logo will come to life with light and color. Thank so. goodness. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was I was sad that those were gone. It's uh, you know yeah. those, I always liked the the light up uh, pavement. That was always like one of those things you remember like as a kid too. Even like just it's one of those weird memories. It's like oh man, the pavement even lights up here. Like it's you know yeah. It, I mean it's it it's that whole sense of magic, right? Like, yeah, like you know yeah. you know you know Epcot Disney in general was just like like you said you know it, it was something that you remember. It's like whoa, this is like this is way different. You know I'm. I'm glad my son got to experience it before they took it out um, or the current ones got removed. But um, yeah, I think this is, yeah, looking at these pictures, this is going to be some next level stuff. And it's very cool. I I fully expect that whatever they do with it is going to actually synchronize with spaceship earth and whatever they're doing on spaceship earth, they'll be able to like draw whatever show they're doing on that into um the Epcot logo. Absolutely. I absolutely see that happening. Cause, and you'll see too, Trevor, like, cause you haven't seen the, the lit up, you know, spaceship earth yet, like the surrounding area and like the fountain and like all the lighting in the front area goes along with the show that they do on spaceship earth. So I would mm-hmm. assume this would be kind of the same. 
Um, but you know, just, I like all the green space they have going on here, you know, like it, there's just so many trees and it's just, it's so much more vibrant than it used to be. Uh, I think and, and, and more, yeah, yeah. Lots of seating. Yeah. So, so the, yeah. this has been a thing. Uh, sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to rant about this for Ooh, just a okay. minute. <laughs> um, you know, Disney has been really bad for a little while about taking away places to sit that are comfortable. Like there's been there, like I know they've had like benches and stuff in certain areas, but like when I look at galaxy's edge and some of the other, like, like some of the newer stuff that they've done, it's like, they totally forgot about the fact that people, you know, you know, it's hot in Florida. You need some shade. You need somewhere to sit every once in a while. And it feels like they were taking a lot of that away. And because the, you know, I, I don't know what the intent was, is that, you know, if they were thinking, well, you know, you can go sit in a restaurant, which then means you're paying money or, you know, you can, <laughs> you, you can sit on the ride, right? Like, like yeah. it, it, it felt very, um, like Disney was trying to do away with, you know, something that I think is a big part of Disney, which, which actually, sorry, and, and I'm not, please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying this as a, you know, well, Walt wouldn't have approved of this, but you know, original Disneyland was built with the intent of, you know, the parents having a place to sit in the hub or, you know, for people to go and sit while their kids go off and do stuff. Right. That, that was part of the original intention. I know that's not how it played out, but I feel there, there is some merit to that. I'm not saying, you know, that, you know, this should have been Walt's vision and that it was wrong for them to take out seating and everything. But I think it's just, Disney forgot for a little bit that, you know, you know, yeah, you can do all these really amazing set pieces and everything, but if you don't give people the opportunity to enjoy it and, you know, factor in that, you know, climate and everything, it's, you know, it's hot. It's, you know, you know, not everyone wants to sit in, you know, plus 30 degree, sorry, 30 degrees Celsius. Let's say 90 degree heat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, not everyone wants to sit in 90 degree heat. Um, or, you know, you want to have a little bit of shade, like it, it looks like Disney is keeping that in mind with this development with, uh, with sure. Epcot, which, you know, I'm, I'm very happy for him. I'm hoping that this, you know, maybe they had a bit of a wake up call ar- around that or people, you know, gave them enough feedback, you know, Hey, you can't just, you know, throw a bunch of attractions together. You got to make it actually usable for people. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, I'm also, I mean, I, I like the middle part that they have here. I also like this like kind of sculpture they've got going on here too with like the, yeah. it's very, very cool looking. Uh, and then, you know, so when they initially announced all the stuff they were doing with Epcot, they had announced this really cool, like multi-level, like festival center kind of thing. And that got scrapped. Right. And, and, you know, that got scrapped when they, they cut a lot of the budget for, you know, during the pandemic and everything. So, but instead what we're getting is a kind of like a concert hall or like a multi-use hall for the festivals and uh, but also for concerts. So it's, uh, and they're calling it Communicore Hall, which is cool that they're bringing back the Communicore. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> it's a good, good, good throwback to original Communicore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so it's the, there's a Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza, a multi-use facility and outdoor event space, respectively, that brings the park's international festivals to the center of Epcot. Uh, so these are kind of uh, if you're if you're walking underneath Spaceship Earth, these would be off to the right uh, after you pass by the Moana walkthrough area, which is you know the um journey of water right yep um which isn't in pictures on this disney parks blog uh, section trevor but i do have uh zach ridley posted some 
some uh, pictures of like more details almost like, you know, just like so, closer. Yeah. So it's funny. The actually the last picture on the, uh, um, uh, or yeah, for that Disney parks blog post. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, you're right. It doesn't zoom in on it, but you can see like, it is actually from that, that angle you're talking about is, you know, yeah. you're going just past spaceship earth. You can see the Moana section is very big. And then you can see Communicore just past that, which, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I I like that. I, I like the way that they're proposing this is going to look. Yeah, for sure. I mean, who knows when all this is going to be done? Uh, they didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, truthfully, truth be told, like they're already working on the Moana part, right? Like, so they're that's and that's, you know, probably the more intensive part than I mean, I'm sure that building the Communicore building is going to be a little bit of work, but the rest of it is, you know, pretty much landscaping and, and, you know, some of that stuff. Now, the one thing we don't see in here, and, and uh, let me go back actually for a second to the journey of water where they're, you know, I'm just looking at this post and we're seeing a little bit of a closer look at it, but um, you know, essentially what Zach Ridley said, it'll, it'll immerse guests in a lush environment uh, and hear this uh, wait, And it is here that the story of the global cycle of water will be brought to brought to life in a story completely unique to Epcot. We're creating an outdoor attraction for all ages where you'll be invited to play and interact with water as it travels from our skies to our oceans and back again. The spaces and experiences within were inspired by Moana's friendship with the water and her devotion to protecting it around her. So, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because, you know, we had the, we had the fountain that was in the middle before, and obviously they took that out and a lot of people were sad, but this is almost like a, you know, a, a, just a different kind of fountain, right? But it's, it's one this large is, interactive fountain. <laughs> this is cranked up to 10. For yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. like the, the, the thing is, is yeah, you know, the central fountain was cool, but it was very, you know, broken off. Like there, yes. you know, there was a yeah. very clear rail. You could never get near it right yeah that's true looking at these pictures like there's you know like i said about the you know the imagination pavilion has the uh the jumping water fountains right like there's that kind of stuff going on it looks like there's just like these waterfalls and pools and yeah it's yeah Yeah. i think this will be really like somewhere you can just go and and hang out like it's um you <laughs> again uh, you you wouldn't you wouldn't know what this is like yet or you know hopefully you get a chance to go to to Disneyland but the um and I'm going to butcher the name but it's the uh so the wilderness explorers um oh, what is it called so so they have this whole area in in California adventure that is it's based on the wilderness explorers from up like it's it's supposed to be like uh like yeah. a nature trail kind of thing yeah, yeah yeah and and it's it's a playground so so it's got like it's got playground elements to it it's got like like rope course stuff um and there's like it's like you're in the middle of a forest which is funny because you know you're in the middle of of Disneyland but um it, it feels very much like being in a in a forest in like uh like um uh, Oregon or something like that, like the redwoods. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it, again, if you haven't been there, you, you don't know what I'm talking about. But you know, I for us, it was that that became a space where when we were tired and we like, you know, after you've done a lot of stuff around any of the parks, you sometimes just want somewhere where you can go and sit and and not just like. You don't want to just sit necessarily, but you don't want to be feeling like you're running off your feet and you don't want to feel like you're, um, 
you know, that, that you're having to go to the next place. Right. Um, sure. And, and I feel like this is the same kind of thing in Epcot. Like it's going to probably turn into like a place where like, like Epcot doesn't really have a lot of kid centric stuff. Right. Sure. Yeah. So I think this is going to fill that gap that, you know, it's going to be somewhere where, you know, you know, going back to us saying, you know, the parents can sit and, you know, if they have younger kids, they can run around and, and, you know, explore this, but it's also somewhere that, you know, even as an adult, you can just go and explore it yourself and it's still worthwhile. Like it's, it bridges that gap. And, um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to this. Like, I, I hope that, uh, you know, I, I, I'm trying not to set my expectations too high, but, uh, I feel like this will be a really good addition to Epcot and something that was sorely missed for, for a long time. Yeah. And you know, to your point about the places to sit, like in the, in the second Instagram post from uh, Zach Ridley talking about Communicore Plaza, he said, uh, he said specifically, um, here's a glimpse of the smaller of the two stages that has the ability to host performances for guests on multiple sides activating the adjacent gardens with dedicated areas to sit and relax. So that's, he's calling out exactly what you're talking about. There's just dedicated areas to just hang out in the middle of Epcot. You know what I mean? And that's cool. That's, yeah. that's a really neat thing to be doing. Yeah. I, I, I want that. And, you know, as much as, you know, I'm, I'm still very much, you know, wanting to, to be going around and exploring things and all that, but I'm, I'm starting to appreciate <laughs> more as, as I get older that, you know, having a place where you can, you can go and say, you know, you know, just like the DVC lounge, right? Like the DVC lounge is great for that too, but, you know, giving people a place to just go and sit for a bit um, actually means that you can go longer in the parks too, right? Like, I, I think that's, I think that's the part that Disney might've been missing prior to this. Like, you know, I was sure. talking about how they, you know, they weren't thinking about it is that, you know, when people get, tired and and overheated and all that a lot of times the decision is just you know they're done right you know they 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 don't want to be in the parks anymore they and then they leave and then you know that doesn't do disney disney any good because you know they're not spending any money exactly if if you give them a place to actually you know sit and relax and enjoy themselves while they're they're relaxing um they'll more likely you know get up and continue with the rest of their day Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's totally true. Yeah. The one thing that was missing from this, and I, I don't know if you noticed this too, but they didn't say anything about Spaceship Earth and the major overhaul that they were going to do to Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Actually, looking at the these concepts, because originally the the Spaceship Earth um, overhaul was supposed to go over towards where the Moana. Yeah. Um, uh, thing was. It was supposed to come out a little further. Yeah, like there was, they, but, they were going to build like a whole like park back there, which apparently I've seen other layouts that they have out there that's not the concept art. Like somebody posted like um, it just kind of like a layout of of what the the lands are going to be broken up as, and they do still list. Uh, I and I forget what they called it. I, ha- I have to look really quickly, but um, like there was a section behind behind Spaceship Earth that they were building with that reflection point with the Walt Disney statue. Yeah. Apparently, that part is still happening, even though they didn't say anything about it, right? So that that part is is still going to be a part of this because it's it's actually shown on one of the maps. Um, but they haven't said anything about whether they're going to shut down Spaceship Earth for you know the couple of years they were going to, and then redo the whole thing. So a lot of people are speculating that 
it's not going to happen anymore. I mean, I think they still need to do some kind of refurbishment, but it might not be the complete overhaul that they were planning on doing. You know? Yeah, and the, and the like the the track extension and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were going to yeah. do a lot. Apparently, that that's that was going to be part of it, right? But um, yeah, yeah. Where now I, oh, I'll send it, I'll send this to you, Trevor. But yeah, there's there's a, a Dreamers Point. That's what it was called, right? So okay, apparently they're still doing Dreamers Point, right? So I guess that is still occurring. But um, but you know that doesn't mean that they're also redoing the entire, you know, the entire thing. Uh, the entire uh, spaceship Earth. Like it's just because they're building that thing in the back there doesn't mean that the whole spaceship Earth is good. And you know, we also haven't heard anything about the play pavilion either. That's that's been just like that got announced like three years ago now, and and we've heard nothing. I I feel the play pavilion for for some reason I have it in my head as being like between um mission space and test track. No, it's where, it's at the old Wonders of Life Pavilion. That's where they were supposed to build it inside. Oh, there. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but but then then we have um, okay, yeah. I, I guess sorry, yeah. I'm I'm just thinking because with Space Two Twenty and Guardians and everything, I'm like, you know, maybe they didn't budget for the amount of space that they needed for that. I don't. Well, know. no, they were just going to build it in the existing building, though. That's I, that's that's what they said. They were just going to build it in the Wonders of Life. Oh, the, oh, I yeah. thought I thought that they were planning to, to tear that down. And no, 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 something new. Oh. No, 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 definitely not. And because uh, they they had fairly recently redone the roof on that building too. So ah, uh, right, yeah, okay. So, but uh, the other thing we should mention too, uh, next to Communicore Hall, there is going to also be a uh, new space for you to meet with Mickey and friends too. So they are building a new character meeting spot that's essentially in the same place that it was before. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that that's that's where the uh, the character spot was previously. Yeah. So okay, yeah, pretty much, pretty <laughs> which, much same place, you know. Yeah. Which I mean, is good. I mean, it's not it's not broke. Don't fix it, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, I mean, like, look, we're not getting what we originally, what they originally shared, and what they originally shared was very cool and very ambitious, and like, you know, that that multi level uh, festival thing that they were building was so cool, right? But it was also mm-hmm. probably crazy expensive, and I get why they probably canceled it, right? And and you know, there, there was a lot of talk of that they were going to do uh, some like, you know, dessert parties from there because you could get a good view of Harmonious and all that stuff. But it seems like they they just kind of abandoned that because of budget stuff, which, you know, listen, happens all the time. Disney announces stuff all the time that they later have to cancel because of budget reasons. It's just it's just part of what happens. Right. So I, I think this is a, a fair trade for it because yeah, we're still. Great. Yeah, yeah we're, we're still getting something and it's still it's still a dedicated space for festivals and it's still going to be um, it's going to be just a general improvement to the park. Like, Great. you know, the, this is a good example of, um, you know, you know, people sometimes complain about, you know, keep it the same because, you know, reason X. Right. You know, there's always a reason to, to not change things. But I think Epcot as a whole that, you know has the best reason to keep moving forward and to keep changing things. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I think this is nothing but a positive change. I, I don't see any downside to them doing this right now. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm just excited to see it. Cause like, I, yeah. I think Trevor, when we go and see Epcot, uh, next weekend, uh, and you know, we go rope oh, drop right at two, eight, eight o'clock in the morning. So I know. <laughs> so, so soon, right? Um, yeah. but, um, when we rope drop Ratatouille at eight o'clock in the morning, uh, it, by the way, if anybody wants to join Trevor and I to rope drop Ratatouille on Saturday, uh, the 14th, uh, meet us in the front of Epcot, uh, on, uh, at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, 
if assuming you're staying on property and you can get in early, right? So yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because I when we talked about this last week, Trevor, I had not like really looked at the park hours, right? And I didn't realize that um the park I think I, it opens at eight thirty that day, and then we have thirty minute early entry because we're uh hotel guests, so we can get in at eight o'clock. So <laughs> it's bright and early. Yeah, that's that's going to be rough for me because it's also a two hour time zone change. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But we'll get some caffeine in we'll, you. And we we yeah, already picked we'll, out a uh, food and wine. Oh, not food and wine. A, uh, a, a flower and garden uh, booth that has booth. breakfast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll get breakfast up. right after the uh, after we rope drop Ratatouille. So yeah, it'll be good. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what we're going to do. Um, but yeah, I just had to laugh because we discussed that last week without like any other information other than, yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. Like, so yeah. <laughs> not really realizing that early entry was going to be eight o'clock, but that's fine. I mean, like that, get, that gives us more time before the meetup to, to, you know, hang do around, stuff. uh, yeah, yeah, to hang around Epcot for a little while. So, um, Okay, so anyway, what were, what was I saying? What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, no. So I think you're going to be a little bummed when you see because it's it's a mess right now, right? Like that whole well, center I, of the park is just is is dirt. So yeah, I I fully expected that, and, and you know, again, I was there in 2019, and I knew you know the, the walls and all the construction, everything was going on back then. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm not expecting it to be you know anywhere near what it looks like in these in these uh, um, concept art pictures, but. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it though. Like I'm looking forward to seeing how it does change over the next uh couple of years and evolves into this, right? Yeah, well, you're going to get some really nice uh, views when you when you rope drop Epcot too because you'll be able to like hop on the monorail right from the TTC and uh then you'll get your nice little tour of Epcot, you know, on the monorail so you get to see all the construction yeah. and uh and all that fun stuff, so That'll be good. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, I'm uh, I, I, I you're so nervous because of the of the test thing right so i, I i'm nervous because yeah unfortunately it's uh so yeah for for anyone that doesn't know um you know traveling internationally is a challenge right now that uh going into the united states it's required that i do a covid test which you know i i'm fine you know i don't i don't have covid at the moment but um it's, it's nerve-wracking <laughs> you yeah, got a couple you, you more know, days you need to stay healthy for yeah i i just have to get to the point of getting my covid test before i go uh, because unfortunately if if i did test positive that would uh bring this entire thing to a screeching halt for me so yeah that um, would think yeah <laughs> so uh yeah hopefully you know i'll i'll be sure to let everybody know when i'm getting on the plane on friday and yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what this all looks like come saturday right yeah yeah for sure <laughs> so um oh so so we talked a little bit last week about magic band plus and uh not realizing yeah. that disney accidentally released it um until the very end of the show so if you listen to the end of the show we realized at the end of the show thanks to uh thanks to a listener that they uh that, yeah it was somebody messed up and those bands were not supposed to go on the shelf i saw somebody else i forget who i well no maybe it was the same person that said like how does this happen I wonder the same thing too. It's like, how, how do you screw up like that? And just, I, did you just, did they just show up in the stock room and you're like, Oh, we should put these out. Like, I feel like Disney's more careful than that. Well, I I've worked shipping and receiving before, and there's usually instructions saying, you know, um, a street date for certain things. You yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. These go out on a certain street date. Um, not everyone pays attention to that. Yeah. And usually, usually it's very clearly labeled, like at least when I did shipping, receiving, you know, the boxes that we would get in at the company I worked at, 
they were very clearly labeled, but some people still ignored that and were just, you know, would, would pile everything up and, and go and put it out on the shelves. And I can see it for something like a magic band where they just go, Oh, you know, magic bands, right. You know, they just put them with the other magic bands and they don't think yeah. about it. Yeah. So I get it. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, <laughs> still funny though that uh, I'm sure there's people out there that are taking those things apart now to uh, oh, yeah. to see what they've done for the new Magic Bands. So. Well, interestingly though, it's funny because like this is one of those things that was like dependent on technology being available, right? So like, yeah. there's it's not like they could just sell this and then like because it's all about extra features, and if those extra features are not available yet, then it's kind of pointless, right? You just <laughs> so, have a Magic Band with some. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I have a magic band that works as a magic band, and that's it. No. Um, yeah, so Disney basically said it's launching this summer, but you know, I, I who knows? I mean, it, it, the, they got out there already, so they obviously have them, and I guess they're just waiting for the other pieces to fall into place, right? Mm-hmm. Which is I, like I the think, uh, interactive yeah, hey, piece, yeah. Yeah, Hey Disney is going to be the second part that I think is going to. I think that's going to drive when the magic bands become available. Cause Hey, Disney is the, the Alexa um, piece that they're adding into the, uh, into the rooms that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, so but it's going to interact with the, the magic band plus too, somehow. Yeah. So, so apparently it's going to have some kind of uh, the magic bands are going to have uh, vibration built into them. They're going to light up stuff like that. So the magic bands are going to be smart enough that they'll know when you're near certain things that, you know, you know, um, I guess, you know, points of interest that, uh, like as you're walking around the park or, or, you know, if, if there's something where you're, you've, you're interacting with it through Hey Disney, um, you know, maybe, you know, it'll like, if there's an alert or something like that, it'll vibrate your, your magic band to let you know that you need to look at something. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the one thing that they're selling with the magic band or with the magic band plus or is, um, apparently they have some kind of tie into the, uh, character sculptures from the 50th. It's, yeah. It seems like, it. uh, from what I've seen on some of the web, some of the blogs, like if you just walk up to the sculpture with it, it'll play like some sort of sound. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's it for now. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, again, like to your, to your point, you know, somebody has gotten a hold of these magic bands and tested them and yeah, maybe that part is implemented. Maybe there is something else that like, uh, I'm wondering if it, it's maybe something that, uh, you know, through my Disney experience or something well, that it's supposed to have an additional interaction. And that, right? that's actually what this says here, too. So you can actually this um, you can dive deeper into the experience using the Play Disney Parks mobile app to keep track of which sculptures you found. So it'll it'll connect back to the app. But also there's this piece to the Star Wars Batu uh, Bounty Hunter experience, too, that that is uh, that you're going to use with the app. So. Um, you're going to basically, uh, you're going to use your band to find numerous virtual bounties hidden through black spire outposts. The, the magic band plus will be got your guide vibrating and lighting up to show if you're on the right path. And then you can use the augmented reality thermal viewer in the play Disney parks app to reveal what's behind locked doors and black spire outposts. So, and then uncover your virtual bounty. So, you know, that's kind of cool. It's almost yeah. like what they originally announced for Batu, like for, for Galaxy's Edge, you know, about like the reputation system and the games that are going to be within it. It almost feels like it's they're finally coming to they're finally like actually going to happen. Right. I, I, I think that whole thing. Yeah. You know, it, it was the way they described it. I, I think in the back of their minds, they knew that it was going to be, 
you know, Years the whole long, reputation yeah. thing. It's it, it's this. It's it's um, the Galactic Scar- Star Cruiser. It's a bunch of things. It's not just yeah. like you walk into Black Spire and these things happen. Like you, yeah, you either need to be on the Star Cruiser or you need to have a Magic Band Plus to to get all these experiences. You know, it's it's interesting, Trevor, because we've talked about this I think many times on the show. Like your standard Magic Band has the two different um, RFID chips in them, right? It has the long range one that requires the battery, and then it has the short range one that doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. And and obviously the big thing with Magic Band Plus is that it is is the long range capabilities, right? So because the fact that they're gonna ha- it's rechargeable makes me think that you know and and the and all the activities you're going to be doing with it, obviously there's you know it, it, this is very much utilizing the long range technology over yeah. over the short range stuff, right? So. Yeah, and it's interesting that it's rechargeable too. I mean, we we kind of talked about that when they announced it too. Like, it's this thing has to be rechargeable, right? Like, there's no way that they're gonna have a battery that lasts long enough to make it worth it to buy this. Oh um, yeah, and, and I mean for for the amount that it's doing, right? Like the extra, yeah. you know, yeah. the lights, the vibration, all that stuff. Um, yeah, the, you know, these batteries, like the, the current one, lasts a couple of years because it's not doing really anything other than the long range. RFID with these. Yeah. I, I can see it being, you know, it, it would probably last a couple of months at most and then you would need to recharge it. Which, so. which, you know, the, the long range that they use now is, is for very few things, right? It's for like the, the photo pass on the rides where they automatically take your photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they were doing like the, the key interactive queue stuff, like that's pretty much all they were using it for, <laughs> right? Like that I can yeah. think of off the top of my head. I'm sure there's probably something else, but that's, I mean, as far as I can think of, that's all they were using it for. So like you said, it's, it wasn't a lot, right? Like it wasn't a, a lot that they were, they were using that capability for now with magic band plus, it's going to be a lot more. And, and, you know, they're also talking about here to experience nighttime spectaculars in a new way. Uh, so this is really just feeling like glow with the show again, right? Like we're back to glow with the show, but with magic. But hold band. up, hold up your magic band. Yeah, yeah. Except <laughs> you're gonna, you know, gonna gonna vibrate on your on your wrist and uh, you know do different colors along with the show. It does mention here that you will have the option to purchase them at the pre at a pre arrival price, meaning you'll get a discount like you do on the regular ones. So there's that. Yeah, that's that actually is enough for me to when I read that I was thinking um for my trip in November you'll spend I for may one. Look, Yeah, I, I I may actually get some Magic Band Plus just to you know just to yeah. see how these how they go, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then and then the other the last thing on here we talked about this too, so the Hey Disney thing. Uh I I'm looking forward to this cuz I hate calling the desk, like I hate calling concierge, I hate all that. Like if I could do that just through this, right? Like if I could do it like, you know, easily through like, you know, speaking to a voice assistant, I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, S- simple yeah. requests, right? Like it, it yeah. shouldn't, you know, you know, the usual things like, you know, the, the, Hey, more towels, stuff like that. Um, It'd be nice yeah. if I could do it with my bags too. I always hate calling down to get my bags. Like, right. You know, I, I do like, um, so, so they say, um, you can do different things with this, um, such as, um, you know, you'll be able to get weather forecasts. You can set timers and alarms, um, get answers from more than 25 popular characters, including Mickey Mouse, Olaf, Rocket, uh, 
and, and Groot. Groot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, yeah. Disney, I, I need more towels. I am Groot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait, what? Does am I getting yes? towels or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are the towels coming? What's the weather today, Groot? I am, I am Groot. Groot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, okay. I think there's a reason why it says Rocket and Groot. I have a feeling yeah. Rocket's going to do all the talking, right? So, yeah, it, it'll probably be the two of them together. But yeah, I just I find that funny fun. that you know every once in a while if it would just be like you I, ask it something yeah. and it's just like i am groot yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be amazing um i yeah, yeah it, it's just gonna be cool i i really like this idea i know a lot of people don't love the voice assistant things and, and you know they are going to have a physical mute button for those so you can you know if you're worried about them listening into you you can you know you can mute it you know if you want yeah. to um i don't care <laughs> but you know like i like this i you know i i uh I, I like i have voice assistants all over my house i i like using them so um you know i, th- I think it's gonna be cool when they when it does roll out they're still saying later this year which is you know can be any time i mean it's listen it's a heavy lift these are you're talking about thousands of devices that they have to install in these rooms they're also doing custom software for this right and yeah, it's, it's got to hook up to their internal systems too you know it's it's a lot yeah, yeah. The, the devices are actually the easy part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the easiest part because all they got to do is plug it in and get it on their Wi-Fi, right? So yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's getting it to do all the the things that they're planning to do with it. Yeah, that's. Uh... That's that's going to be the interesting part to see how well that works. I mean, it's going to be good though too to just be like, you know, hey Disney, what time is Epcot open tomorrow? You know, like get answers yeah. like that. Or, you know what I mean? Or yeah, you know, I set a reminder for you know. Fine. you know we want to leave at yeah, yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah you know we want to leave at this time right so you know you can set alarms and all that so yeah oh that'll that'll be good for for some family members that uh you know because we you know every time we do a vacation we're always like all right we need to be ready for out the door at whatever time it is eight o'clock right like yeah we got stuff scheduled let's go i mean it's different now because you don't have to schedule you know fast passes ahead of time so it's it's a little less like of a of a rush to go you know you could just go whenever but you still just- even hitting rope drop, like yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know, getting people out the door for rope drop is uh, challenge. It's it's a challenge for sure, and uh, yeah, you'll you uh, <laughs> you'll figure that out as uh, as your daughter gets a little bit older. Like you know, with with my son, it was you know at first it was relatively easy. Like like you know, we had we could get him going a little bit better, but now he's getting closer to teenage years. Um, it's it's a bit make bit more chaotic, and, and I can feel where, where Damon comes from. Where you know he says like you know his his three kids are in three different directions, yeah, all the time. So yeah, it uh, you know ha- having something where you know you know like everybody knows like you know the alarm is at this time or whatever. Um, I would definitely make use of stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just got to do I I'm not going to say which family members this was, but there were certain family members that we went on vacation with one time that we knew were not uh very I don't know punctual. if you call it punctual. Yeah, I mean, punctual maybe, but like we would like if we wanted to leave at 8, we would tell them 7:30. You know what I mean? Mm, like yes. then we knew they would be ready by 8 cuz they would think it was 7:30. So <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to do that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I I get what you're saying, for sure. Right. But um but yeah, so this is this is interesting. I mean, I'm I'm not disinterested in this. I'm not like it, it it my interest level in Magic Band Plus is kind of the same as it was for Glow with the show. Like I feel like it's a similar kind of thing. It's a little more interactive, of course. Um, but you know, I don't know. I, I I'll 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 probably check it out if it's a recent if it's a decent uh, price point, but you know, we'll have to see. 
Yeah. Actually, yeah, to that point, you know, the people who got them early got them for the price of current Magic Bands, which, uh, yeah, I I don't think they'll be $30. (laughs) You know what, though? I don't know. I mean, they didn't didn't say in this article how much they're going to be, did they? Uh, So, no. Yeah. Although, yeah, if you, I mean, if you think about it, like, you know, if, if you got a, you know, a family of four, if they're, yeah, even if they were, you know, 40, $50 a piece, like that's, yeah, that's $200 on magic bands. That's a lot. That's a lot for magic yeah. bands. Yeah. Listen, I, I, as long as they support magic bands, I'm going to use magic bands, right? Like I, I like the convenience of it. I don't mind yeah. using my phone. I've used my phone to get in my room and uh, I used it, I think at one of the tap styles last time we were there and it was super easy to do, right? Like it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. And I, I like the convenience of it, but I also like the convenience of magic bands. I like just being able to tap on stuff. There's just something I'm, cool about it. So I'm bringing uh, a couple of old magic bands with me for our trip. So <laughs> for, for this weekend, um, again, just cause yeah, I like the magic bands and, um, yeah, just, just to make sure that, uh, I, I always have this fear that, you know, if, if my phone battery ever died, I can't get into yeah. my room. Right. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. I totally get it. So, all right. So last thing we have on this list here, and this is the least surprising thing I've ever read. Um, <laughs> yeah. so it has been, uh, I guess, announced or whatever that the new Guardians uh, Cosmic Rewind is going to use a virtual queue. We we said this when they started doing the virtual queues, that basically all of the new rides are going to start out on virtual queue. Like, that's just the, their new way of doing things, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's every single one. And now, you'll notice, you know, Rise of the Resistance stayed on virtual queue for a long time, right? Because they needed more time to get that ride to be reliable. Ratatouille stayed on for a very short time, right? Yep. I think this is all about reliability of the of the new rides, right? Because it gives them flexibility and it doesn't make the lines 10 hours long and disappoint a bunch of people. I, it makes it a lot more manageable. I think it's also hype a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. Like yeah. Rise of the Resistance had a lot more hype than for Ratatouille sure. did. Deservedly so. Deservedly. Yeah. I mean, it's... You know, and because Ratatouille was, uh, you know, it's a ride that already exists, right? Like Rise of the Resistance was a brand new thing. So, yeah. um, you know, but but yeah, so they're going to, you're also going to be able to purchase individual lightning lane entries, which I'm probably going to assume is going to be a popular option um, and probably a more expensive one. I, I'm just guessing, but you know, it will be worth it if you want to get on the ride and don't want to do the virtual queue or if you don't get a place in the virtual queue, right? Now, do you, do you suppose, because... Do they have individual lightning lane for Test Track and Frozen or um they I had it, I think the current ride is cuz they change it all the time now which is you know frustrating. I think the yeah. current one they have individual lightning lane I think for for Ratatouille and maybe Frozen, but I'm going to look it up really quick cuz they they like I said they've been changing these things. Yeah, I guess uh, we can look in the app and see what it is. Yeah, but. we could we could look there, but um yeah, we'll have to see. But I mean, if we're going to yeah. trap Ratatouille, we don't have but, to worry about that. But yeah, but but I guess the the point is is that you know if if a new ride is coming out, does that mean that the Lightning Lane goes away for another ride? Or yeah, like, that's a good question because I yeah. I really thought they were only ever going to have two at a time, right? So okay, so okay, here it is. Yeah, this is it. So interestingly enough, it was Ratatouille and it was Frozen that were the individual Lightning Lanes. However. Remember they made that temporary change where they made Minnie's Runaway Railway, Frozen Ever After, Space Mountain, and Expedition Everest uh, included in Genie Plus until uh, August 7th. So mm-hmm. so they're going to have Guardians of the Galaxy and Ratatouille are going to be the two in Epcot that are individual lightning lanes. So Okay. 
and first and ever after will i get you know assuming they don't extend it it will be uh as part of D- uh, genie plus until august 7th so hmm. <laughs> i know yeah but yeah well, <laughs> i'm not surprised by this and there's also been some reports that they're having a lot of trouble with this ride which is not surprising again i mean Anytime they build a new ride, and this has been this is not just new either, by the way. I've talked about this on the show before. When they first opened Universal Energy, which is ironic because we're talking about the thing that replaced Universal Energy. But when they first opened Universal Energy, that was really revolutionary technology at the time, and they had a lot of problems with it. They couldn't get it to work right. And you know, this anytime they have anything new like this, it just takes some time for them to get it all right. And you know, sometimes there's only so much you can do in testing, right? Like you you need to have like real life you know, people on there and real life experiences to encounter some of the problems that, that will come up, you know? Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. It's also like, it, it's not just a ride, right? Like there, there's, there's timing. Like, oh yeah. Like it's, it, there's show elements to it. Right. Exactly. So exactly. that that's where it becomes more complicated. And, you know, if it, if it was just a roller coaster, you know, that's, that's easy, but you know, Disney doesn't want to do just a roller coaster. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm not surprised by this. And I, you know, I think it's smart for them to do. I, you know, I know a lot of people don't like the virtual queues, but I think for these very, very popular rides, I think they're, I think it's great. Honestly, I know, I'll, you know, it's, it's not everybody's cup of tea. I, I just think it, it, it's really, really helpful when you have these crazy long lines for these new rides. Um, it, it, it definitely helps a lot. And, you know, so you're not, you don't end up waiting five hours for something that breaks down for the rest of the day and you, you know, are disappointed. It's, it just makes it a little yeah. bit easier. Yeah, totally. And, uh, yeah, you know, you know, for like, for us, you know, we're going to go there in November. And th- the nice thing is, is that it won't be, um, like when we did Flight of Passage, I remember like months ahead of time trying to get on it and then, you know, getting up to the day of it. And, you know, there's that fear, like you said, it's that fear in the back of your head where it's like, oh, if this breaks down, you know, that's all that time wasted. Right. Whereas, you know, you know, yeah, obviously you don't necessarily want to pay for lightning lane and have it break down, but it's a lot easier for people to, you know, plan the day of, right. And like you said, you, you know, not feel like you're committing, you know, a whole bunch of time to something only for, to have it not happen. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and actually I just, I just saw some of the reviews are starting to come in of uh cosmic rewind because a uh, pass holder previews were this morning started this morning. So, mm-hmm. uh, sub, so actual people are still getting to, uh, to, to ride it now. And, uh, so some of the reviews are coming in. So, which are good, very positive. I have all the reviews I've seen so far are are, are saying that it, it's fantastic. So, so oh, anyway. just don't tell Damon. Yeah, so. I, <laughs> he doesn't care anyway. I I think he, yeah, no, well, yeah. you know what Damon's thing is. Damon doesn't is skeptical of anything that's popular, right? Like, so if it's mm-hmm. popular, Damon's like. I probably not going to like it. Right. Like, so (laughs) it's totally true. I I've noticed this. And, uh, so, you know, because he's, he was all about like, uh, he didn't like the, um, millennium Falcon ride. And then he went on it and he was like, Oh, it's kind of good. Just got it. It was pretty good. It was fun. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I think he just needs to go on it and then maybe he'll enjoy it. And, uh, you know, he can, he can find things to like. I think, (laughs) I, I think you would also have to ask him to watch, guardians of the galaxy which yeah, yeah that true. yeah I, I mean again i i really like guardians so you know i'm i'm excited for the ride either way like i'll 
I'll find some way to get on it. But uh, yeah, like I said, you know, that's, that's fine that, you know, Damon doesn't want to, to buy into the hype around it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> more room for the rest of us. It's just funny. Cause like guardians is a movie. Like I feel like that he would like, it's like his kind of sense of humor. I feel like, you know, yeah, uh, it's just funny to me that he's just actively doesn't want that one. Cause I'm like, man, I think you would like that one, <laughs> but but anyway, um, so yeah, so we're getting the preview. Some people are talking about the previews here, and um, you know, it's it's interesting. But uh, yeah, I I I expect them to have technical problems. So it's just you know, it's just the reality of a complicated ride. It's how it goes. You know, I I think if it if they have even half the problems that um, Rise of the Resistance had, it'll still be a far better experience. Oh yeah, but, well, and here's yeah. the thing though too though, like Rise of the Resistance is the most co- complicated ride that's ever been built, right? Like everyone will say that, and it's because there's like four different ride systems that all have to work in concert on time, and it just it's impossible, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, I don't even know how they pull it off. You'll see when you go on it at some point, Trevor. Like you know when you go in November and you finally get to ride it, like it's it's just absurd that it even works like I, i'm i don't know how mm-hmm. they make it work because between you know like you have to factor in guests just walking from thing to thing you know because there's like parts where you have to walk and all the timing that's involved with it it's just amazing that it functions on a day-to-day basis so um <laughs> which it doesn't sometimes but most of the time it does but it's such a complicated ride it, it is uh you know these things take time and and you know by all accounts, you know, Guardians is a lot less complicated. I mean, it's still, you know, something new for them. It's still newer technology. It's There's a lot of screen stuff going on. There's, like you said, it's timing. Timing is hard, right? Like, all that timing yeah. stuff is is difficult. So, um, yeah, they're going to, I mean, they're going to have issues with it. It's what it is, so. But anyway, this is the last time we're going to talk to everybody before, uh, we're, we're, we're not going to have a show next week. So, um, we, we'll put out an episode that's just like, hey, we'll be back next week. But it's that's really all it's going to be. Um, and but yeah. but here's the trade-off is tom and i will actually be in the parks we will actually be together and um you know hopefully you guys will be able to follow along with whatever we're getting up to <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. so we're excited we're, we're looking forward to it um and and we're looking forward to seeing some uh some listeners at the meetup yeah it's uh yeah this is um it's a long time uh, in the making. <laughs> it, it, it's a long time in the making. And I, I realized it's going to be a lot of firsts for me. Um, Cause you know, it's the first time I'm meeting you. It's yeah, the first true. time I'm traveling post COVID. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it, it, I'm, I'm going to be seeing a lot of new stuff at, uh, at Disney. Like it's yeah. 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 There's a lot it, of, there's a lot of new stuff since the last time you've been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's gonna, it's going to be wild. Like I, I I'm super excited and um yeah like like I said earlier I'm just I'm a little I'm a little nervous you know you know once I've got the green light to get on the plane I'll just I'll be You're good next. but uh yeah um I'm I'm really looking forward to it though <laughs> Me too me too me too Yeah All right so let's wrap this thing up um yep. yeah I, by the way Damon was talking about doing a uh, like a sideshow on the, on on uh, Facebook it's not going to happen <laughs> Yeah we just can't make it happen. So, you know, we're just going to have no episode next week, but um, we'll, we'll be back the week after, obviously, to talk about the meetup and everything that we did and all that. So, yeah, exactly. All right. Um, so with, with all that being said, if, uh, if any of you want to reach us, you can always find us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, make sure you're, uh, you, you can always send us your, your, um, 
trip reports, questions, all that kind of stuff to our email address. We, we do love hearing from you guys. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, I, I would highly recommend uh, following us as Welcome Home Podcast, maybe even joining the Disney Facebook uh, or our group, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, um, because, yeah, we're going to be posting stuff on Facebook this next week and uh, you don't want to you don't want to miss it. So make sure you're not make sure you're following us if you're not. And similarly, you can also follow us on YouTube and Instagram as Welcome Home Podcast and Welcome Home Picks for the same reasons. Uh, you know, places where you can just see the kind of stuff that we're we're going to be getting up to as we're, we're in the parks next week. And if uh, again, if if you guys want to help support the podcast, uh, please consider going to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out our merchandise. Uh, we got some some good stuff in there that uh, um, you know you know things like hats and or sorry, not hats. We we give away the hats at the park, not hats. <laughs> Um, sorry, I was, I was looking at actually my hat at the moment when I said that, <laughs> um, the, uh, you can get shirts and mugs and stuff like that. And, um, or else you could support us on Patreon, at um, patreon.com slash welcome home pod. Uh, and there is some exclusive merchandise on Patreon. It also gets you access to our discord server for anyone that's coming to the meetup this weekend. Um, we will be giving out some pins that have the Patreon logo on them. So, um, so again, that'll be for, for people at the meetup, but, uh, if you do miss the meetup, you can always go to Patreon to, to check out that kind of merchandise. And last but not least, if you're following us on iTunes or Spotify, uh, we would appreciate a rating on there. Um, that does help more people find the podcast. If you want to leave a review, that's nice as well. Uh, you know, we do get some really good, uh, reviews from people, both, you know, both positive and uh, critiquing the podcast. Um, That's a good way to, call, and, to put it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, we do, uh, we do like seeing that stuff. We do like reading it. Um, it yeah. The, <laughs> I, I did. Uh, yeah. I think, I think we all agreed the, you know, the, the last one we got, um, you know, even though it was, you know, we really appreciated the review, just the fact that there was an autocorrect in there for, for Damon as uh, ramen. And, you know, I think maybe we'll, uh, We'll start calling him ramen from time to time. So it's a new inside joke for the show. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Please, please consider, uh, you know, leaving us your own review on iTunes as well. If, uh, if you like the show. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you could find podcasts, you can find us. Just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to our sponsors, uh, DVC Resale uh, Market, and uh, also to uh, you know World of Disney uh, world, why do I always say World of Disney? World of DVC. World of, yeah. <laughs> world of Disney is a show. <laughs> no, very, I, very different. I but, know. Yeah. World of DVC for for yes. being our continued sponsors. Where again, by the way, we're lo- really looking forward to seeing the people that come to the meetup. But if you do happen to be in the parks and don't come to the meetup and want to meet us in the parks, we will do that too. Just come find us. Well, we're going to be around. Well, so. I, I will have my special Welcome Home podcast hat on. It's the yellow and blue one that uh, Damon talks about all the time. So. And I'll have mine for that. I'll have mine too. So uh, yeah, you can come find us. We'll be posting things. You can. uh, Well, we're happy to you know take a selfie or whatever if you if you meet up with us. And of course, you can get a pin or whatever else. So uh, you know, please come find us. Yeah. 
All right, so join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.